Hey, hey, everybody, we're back for another episode of Bears Behind the Badge. Hey, episode, episode three. I like to say three. Ah, with an accent. Oh, slightly. I like to roll my R's. <laughs> so we want to check back in and see the last time we talked to you, we asked you to do a little homework, and that was to remember, or actually to memorize your address and actually a phone, phone number. number. So two things. And we just want to check in and make sure you've been doing that. If you don't know it yet, keep practicing it. So if you have learned it, raise your hand. Good. Awesome. If you haven't, that's okay too, because you keep might working. need to still work. Yeah, still practice it. So what's Let's, on tap today? Well, we're all, of course, we're going to read a couple of books. Absolutely. But we wanted to talk about what reading does for us. Ah, reading. Um, but it's actually... It gives you a lot of words that your brain gets smarter and smarter and smarter. It helps you with your reading and grammar in school. Spelling. Spelling, all of these things. Your comp reading well, comprehension, which is understanding what you're reading. But I think that's it, I've, right? I've, why do I need to read for math, Officer Jason? Um, you don't need it for math, because no. math's just numbers, right, right. kids? Right, numbers. Oh. Someone said it. Yep. You're right. Word problems. Mm -hmm. We need reading because we have to be able to read word problems. Right. But so, science. Science. Science is just experiments. That's just... Yeah. Doing experiments, right? Wait a minute. Wait. There's a science book. Yes. You've got to learn how to read for science also. We have also. to read about science by reading books, right? Right. Well, how else are we going to do our experiments if we don't That's right. read and understand before we do them? So, and as you get older, you'll have something called history. But you don't need history, it for that because social studies. You, you'll that's, that's stuff just, that happened in the past. You don't need it. You just hear about it, right? <clears throat> nope. Social studies books, history books. You have to read those too. So, even, basically, even even in art, you have to read. You have to know how to read colors and art books, and you just need to be able to read for everything. And that 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 um, artistic part of the brain goes right along with your imagination for reading and writing. So the more you do those things, the better you're going to get. So So basically, the better reader you become, all of your subjects get better. So remember that. And I've seen that happen in my own life. That's right, cuz when when Mr. Chad here was little, he wasn't a great reader. Couldn't remember what I read. I'd have to read over paragraphs over and over and over cuz my mind would wander a little. But how many of you play sports? Raise your hand. And how do you get better at sports? Practice. Practice. Same thing with reading. And that's what Officer Chad did. It's I had to, before I could go out and play sports at home, I had to read every day. So the more I read, the better I got. My C's and D's became B's and C's and eventually A's and B's the more I read. So I I've seen how much reading can help you. That's right. So you have that graphic? That, I do that, have that graph. So when you read, you are exposed to a lot. Basically, you see and you hear a lot of words when you read. And let's see. If you read one minute per day. Just one minute every day. You will be exposed to 8,000 words per year. Wow. That's a lot of words. And, and exposed to means you'll hear or see 8,000 words. But the kids that only do that, they only score in the 10th percentile on standardized tests, which means they don't really do that well in testing. But a child who reads five minutes a day... Just five. 
is exposed to 282,000 words wow. per year. And they score in the 50th percentile. So, so they go much from the 10th, top 10th percentile to the 50th percentile. So that means you're going like this. You're doing better and better and better. Here's the, here's the I think this is amazing. A child who reads 20 minutes, that's it, 20 minutes, not even the length of a television show, they are exposed to, ready? 1.8 million words per year, and they score in the 90th percentile. So much better. I mean, I, what did we just talk about? The more you read, the smarter you get, that's the better right. you do in all your subjects. So I think that graphic or that statistic supports that and that's what we're trying to get you to do is make sure that you're practicing at home uh, practicing reading out loud specifically because we know that some of you might not be comfortable with reading out loud because you, you might just get nervous or you might think your voice sounds different or you're afraid that somebody's gonna laugh at you if you make a mistake reading out loud and or if your voice you you know sounds different like me like I've got something called an Invisalign right now which is adult braces so when I speak now it's not how I usually speak, so I get no. a little self-conscious about it. But well, you, know you sound what? a little bit different. A little bit. Yeah, but does Chad ever make fun of me? No. He never no. has. So I don't want to hurt your feelings, and we, don't, we wouldn't want anyone in our class to hurt our feelings, and we wouldn't want to hurt anyone else's feelings in our class. Because we want to treat people like we would like to be treated right. ourselves. Right. So remember that when you get back to your classes. All right. All right, well. Is it time? It's time. If you are one of the students that we visited... Get your reading buddy out if you haven't already done so. Set him up. If you have more reading buddies, get them ready because it's time to read out loud. And if you've not ever been in a class that we visited, then you can grab a stuffed animal and make that your reading buddy for every time we sit down and read together and that you can practice with at home. So. This is going to be. It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to read Harry the Dirty Dog. and Let me just say this. So on episode one, you read... Yurtle the Turtle. Yurtle the Turtle. In a bit of an accent. Yes. Last episode, you just kind of read yeah, very well, but just in kind of your regular voice. But children? We, we did have some kids that, <laughs> that talked about liking the accent. So We're in for a treat. I do this at home with my kids. and I, I love do, this I, book. I, I love the book, and I do it with Harry the Dirty Dog. For some reason, I feel like that's how it should be read. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this is not a real accent. This is kind of my reading accent for this book. It's like a Don't worry, English, English, Irish. I'm not going to laugh at you. Okay, thank you. Um, it's like my English, Irish, uh, if you've ever seen How to Train Your Dragon, Hiccup's Dad, kind of a mix of all those mashed together in a Harry the Dirty Dog accent. So we're going to give it a shot. It's Harry the Dirty Dog. By Jean Zion. And pictures by Margaret Bloy Graham. If I can find the page here. That thing's been read a lot, I can <laughs> a tell. A lot. This is actually my copy from home. Look at the spine. We call this the spine. Look at that. It's That's all... what an author wants to see on their right. book. Here he was a white dog with black spots who liked everything except getting a bath. So one day he heard the water running in the bathtub. So he took the scrubbing brush. That's not going to help him get out of a bath. And there he is, Harry, grabbing that scrubbing brush because he did not want a bath. I think there's a lot of kids that don't like to take baths, too. 
and he buried it in the backyard. Then he ran away from home. And there he is, running away from home. It's probably not the best way to handle not wanting to do something at home. He played where they were fixing the street and got very dirty. Look at him. A lot of construction going on. Running through there, getting, getting all, all dirty. dirty. He played at the railroad and got even dirtier. Smoke and coal everywhere. He is going to be filthy. Filthy. He played tag with the other dogs and became dirtier still. Not just Harry, but all those dogs are filthy. They are just asking for a bath. He slid down a coal chute and got the dirtiest of all. And in fact, he changed from a white dog with black spots to a black dog with white spots. Hmm. Filthy. Although there were many other things to do, Harry began to wonder if his family thought that he had really run away. He felt tired and hungry too. So without stopping on the way, he ran back home. And there he is, running back home. I don't think he should be wandering the streets alone anyways. When Harry got to his house, he crawled through the fence and he sat looking at the back door. One of the family looked out and said, There's a strange dog in the backyard. By the way, has anyone seen Harry? They didn't even recognize him. Didn't recognize him. When Harry heard this, he tried very hard to show them he was Harry. He started to do all his old clever tricks. He flip-flopped and he flop-flipped. He rolled over and played dead. He's doing all the tricks there. It's me, it's me. Look at me, I'm Harry. He danced and he sang. He did these tricks over and over again. But everyone shook their heads and said, Oh no, it couldn't be Harry. Doesn't even look like him. It's completely different colored. Harry gave up. He walked slowly towards the gate, but suddenly he stopped. He ran to a corner of the garden and started to dig furiously. Soon he jumped up, away from the hole, barking short, happy barks. Looks like he What's found something. He digging for? Looks like he found something in, in that hole there. I think he may have changed his mind about something. Mm -hmm. Well, he'd found the scrubbing brush. And he carried it in his mouth, and he ran into the house up the stairs he dashed, with the family following close behind. And there he is, scrub brush in his mouth. Could you imagine, though, you're in your house and a strange dog runs in with a <laughs> scrubbing brush and goes up your stairs? He jumped into the bathtub and sat up begging with a scrubbing brush in his mouth. A trick he'd certainly never done before. This little doggy wants a bath, cried the little girl. And her father said... Why don't you and your brother give him one? And there he is, wanting to get a bath. Scrub brush in his mouth and everything. And he already ran away because he didn't want a mm -hmm. bath. Harry's bath was the soapiest one he'd ever had. It worked like magic. As soon as the children sought to scrub, they began shouting, Mommy, Daddy, look, look, come quick, it's Harry, it's Harry, it's Harry, they cried. Harry wagged his tail and was very, very happy. His family combed and brushed him lovingly, and he became once again a white dog with black spots. 
And there he There's goes. There's the Harry we know. That's the Harry we remember. Right there. It was wonderful to be home. After dinner, Harry fell asleep in his favorite place, happily dreaming of how much fun it had been getting dirty. <laughs> he slept so soundly, he didn't even feel the scrubbing brush he'd hidden under his pillow. Oh, and there boy. it is, Harry. If you can see that, he's got his scrubbing brush under his pillow, and he fell fast, fast asleep. Bump, bump, the end. Well done. Well done. And I got to say, I, I appreciate the accents. Thank That's, you. Thank I can't you. really do accents. So <laughs> Thank you. I liked it very what well. What do you have for us? Well, I have the not-so-perfect penguin. Mm. I think this one has a good message, and it's also a good story. And this one is written and illustrated Ooh. by Steve Smallman. So like Anna Dudney with Llama Llama, Steve wrote it. And, and illustrated, drew it. All right, we ready? On a snowy, blowy island in the middle of the sea lived a group of perfect penguins. They were smart and serious and sensible. All except for Percy, who was, well, not so perfect. Yeah, he's upside down. Everyone else is standing on their feet. He's doing his own thing there. The other penguins ate their dinner sensibly. But Percy always played with his food. Mm. Eat nicely, Percy, the biggest penguin said. While the other penguins waddled along seriously, Percy slid on his tummy. Be careful, Percy, the oldest penguin grumbled. I don't think they like him because he's not doing what the rest of the penguins are doing. Mm -hmm. Not so perfect. The other penguin swam smoothly through the water, catching lots of fish. But Percy liked to jump and play, doing somersaults and landing with a big splash. Look out, Percy, the smallest penguin said. You silly penguin. They're all down to business catching fish. Mm -hmm. And what's Percy doing? He's having some fun. Yep. Disrupting the perfectness of the other penguins, I think. When it was really cold, all the penguins huddled together. Percy felt warm and safe in the middle of the group. But then, oh dear... He needed to... Oh, oh, let's see what oh. happened. Yeah, look, they're all... The picture, sorry, right? I need to show the picture. Look at them all huddled. That's how penguins actually stay warm. Mm -hmm. All huddled together, use their body heat. But then, oh dear, he needed to... Oh my God. Ew, Percy, the penguin said. You smelly penguin. They went, to... <laughs> they went and stood away from Percy. Oh boy, that's embarrassing. That's, mm -hmm. But I think we all do it. But oh. poor Percy. I hope he said excuse me. I, well, I'm sure he did. Percy waddled away sadly. My friends think I'm silly and smelly. I'll never be perfect like them. The snow fell harder and the wind blew stronger. It's cold on my own, said Percy, shivering. Percy made himself a new friend from snow and ice. But the snow penguin wasn't very warm to cuddle with. Mm. Look how sad he is there. He looks lonely. He's lonely and sad and no friends, so he built one out of snow, like a snowman, but it's a snow penguin. Yeah. Poor Percy. Without Percy, the penguins ate their dinner sensibly. It's so quiet, the oldest penguin said. They swam seriously without splashing. It's rather dull, the biggest penguin said. I almost said, it's rather dull. <laughs> 
They waddle along in a straight line. It's a bit boring, said the fluffiest penguin. I wish Percy were here, said the smallest penguin. Oh, they're starting to miss him. Mm, look at that. We thought we didn't like Percy, but without him, everything is it's different. It's boring. It's not the same. What will happen to Percy, the oldest penguin said. He's all alone in the freezing cold. The penguins began to worry. So they waddled off through the swirling snow to look for Percy. Percy, where are you? I like that everybody has gone looking mm -hmm. for him. They all want Percy back. In an icy cave, they found two snow penguins. Oh, no. One had lost its beak, but the other looked familiar. It was Percy. Frozen. All the penguins gathered around and cuddled him. Slowly, slowly, the snow began to melt. Drip, drip, drip. He was actually Look at that. snow. It looks like two snow Ice. penguins. Yeah, he's yeah. all iced up. That's sad. Wow. But I like that they're all huddling up to, mm -hmm. to warm him up. To thaw him out. Yeah. When Percy's flippers were free of snow, he stretched and then, tickle, 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 the penguins all fell down laughing. Oh, Percy, the smallest penguin giggled. It's good to have you back. Surrounded by the happy penguins, Percy felt that maybe he didn't need to be perfect after all. His friends loved him just the way he was. So he didn't have to act a different way. He could just be himself. Be yourself. I like that. That's that is right. very good advice. The end. Boom, boom. Very good job, and Officer Chad. Thank you. And there's a, I think there's a lot of things in there because we're, he's saying he doesn't need to be perfect. He can be himself. But throughout that story, there was what? The oldest penguin, mm -hmm. the smallest, mm -hmm. so there's a, a fluffiest. There's a lot of different penguins, but they were all okay to be who they were. Yeah, to be different, and that was okay. And we don't want to make other people feel bad about themselves. And Go, we don't want goes, others... goes back to what we were saying before. Right. Being nice to one another, especially when you're learning how to read out loud, you can uh, help your friends out instead of laughing or making fun because we want to treat people again the way we want to be treated. That's right. And when we make others feel good, we feel good. And it's just a good habit to get into. That's it. So so what? That's it for this That's time. it for this episode of Bears, Bears Behind, Behind the, the Bad. So remember to do your reading practice now. Get your reading buddy. Read out loud. Sight words, numbers, whatever it is. Practice it. Not just in your head, but out loud. So you're practicing and you're getting better. Because we want you guys to, to read, read to, to succeed. succeed.